Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas, Yoradeya, Chelek Sheni, Hilchas Kevoid, Rabbi Vitalmet Chacham, Halacha Gimel. We're in the middle of paragraph Chafalif. We're up to the subparagraph in my version, which begins with the words, Vahatikun al Yedei Hatzadik Hagodol Bechinas Yosef. We dedicate the learning today, Leiloi Nishmas, Reb Shimshon Berebaroin, and Yitzchok ben Ruvain Uberta, whose yard sites are today on the 12th of year, and also Leiloi Nishmas, Daniel ben Leah, Daniel ben Rebmeir, who passed away yesterday, the Levi will be today, Mitzvah and Leiloi Nishmas, Yontafradl, Bas, Reb Yeshua Aryeh, Hareni Kaporas Mishkova. And we dedicate the learning for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chavivachana Bas Galia, Soraleya Bas Chavaliba, Tzvi Shalom ben Rita Beverly, Ruven Mordechai ben Chana, Dvoira Gila Simcha Bas Chava, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, so, Avigail Brocha Bas Shira Dvoira, Chana Bas Sora, Michal Esther Bas Ruhia, David Lei Ben Shena, Shlemanisim Ben Mazel, Avram David Ben Chana, Miriam Esther Bas Sorigitl, Nisim Ben Rivka, Chaim Ben Rachel, Chaim Aryeh Ben Brocha, Toiva Bas Chava Perel, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Sora Bas Hadasa, Gitaganendel Bas Sipoira, Lebalea Bas Sipoira, Tuvyet Tzvi ben Chaya Liza, Aviv Yilona bas Yispendel, Sarocha bas Yispendel, Yehudis Ruchoma bas Chavarus, Betzal Rechiel Michel ben Tchiachava, Hadassah bas Tchiachava, Gila bas Brocha, David ben Behia, Shendel bas Leia, Behia basia bas Shendel, Yisroel ben Chanaleya, Ayelet Shishana bas Chanaleya, Eliana Golda bas Chanafega, Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindel Rechel, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Akiva Michoel ben Sora, Besoich Hillel Yisrael ben Sora, Nechem Yezalm ben Sora Fega, Besoich Shachol Yisrael. We're coming to the end of this halacha where Rav Zal was expounding on and clarifying chapter 8 in the second half of Likud Emran. And now, and Rav Zal presented, he also took us in the topic of Hanukkah at length, and he spoke about the issue of Toiv and Ra, the battle between Toiv and Ra, how sometimes the Ra is able to swallow up the Toiv to the point where it, it seems as if the Toiv doesn't exist anymore. And now, and he spoke about leaders, he spoke about the Tzadik Emes, who's in a position to, to repair everything, and, and opposite the Tzadik Emes are the false leaders, <coughs> false shepherds, and now Rav Zal continues the hatikun and the solution to all of this al yedei hatzadik hagodol bechinas Yosef is through the great tzadik who is like Yosef hatzadik shehu roya v'yodeya es kol zois he sees and understands everything we've been learning about here v'oisek lesaken kol zois and he's involved in repairing all of this. <coughs> to reveal the light of truth in the world. And this is why when Paroi had his dream, where he saw the seven skinny cows, the seven fat cows, and the seven skinny cows swallowing up the fat ones, 
Then he saw these seven skinny, scraggly stalks of grain swallowing up these seven fat stalks of grain. <clears throat> and he interpreted to Parai as telling him that Hashem is telling you that there are going to be seven good years now of plentifulness, of prosperity, and then there are going to be seven years of famine. And, and so what's the solution? How in the world can we survive these seven years of famine? Yase paroi veyafke pekidim alhoretz. His advice to Paroi was, this is what you need to do. You need to appoint people, managers, all over the land, v'chimesh es Eretz Mitzrayim b'sheva shnei asova, and divide up the land of Egypt during these seven years of plentifulness, and gather up all of the extra produce during those seven years of plentifulness, let the people have what they need to live on, but everything extra, gather it up in warehouses and storehouses. What this is referring to is Yosef HaTzadik is instructing Paroi to establish leaders, managers, who will gather up all the good that's being revealed by the true tzaddikim. Shehem bechina sheva shnei asova. These tzaddikim, the, the good that they reveal is represented by these seven years of plentifulness. Ki hatoira hakdoisha shehem megalim nikra b'shem oichel. Because the Torah that the tzaddikim reveal to us is referred to as food. Kamashakosov, as it says in Mishlei, Lechu lachmu balachmi. Hashem says, Go and eat my bread, referring to learning the Torah. Ukamashakosov, and as it says in Yeshayanovi, Lechu shivru ve'echoilu. Again, referring to learning Torah, the study of Torah, as eating. Hainu sheik betsuis kol hatoiv, shehu hatoiro shemegalanat sadikam amitiim. This refers to gathering up all the good, which is the Torah that the true tzaddikim revealed, so that this will be like a savings account. So that the Jewish people will be able to sustain themselves through this Torah that these tzaddikim have revealed, when the seven years of famine will strike, and the seven years of famine represent the false leaders. I know if you study the Navi, if you study the prophets, and especially if you listen to the shiurim that were given by my Rebbe, Rav Rosenfeld, the series that he gave on Naviim, on prophets, which is on our website, you see that the Jews went through ups and downs, ups and downs. One generation, they have a true prophet, a tzaddik leading them, a good king, a religious king, and everything is going well, and then that king dies or is killed, and then another king takes over who's an idol worshiper. And then again, a good era and a bad era, ups and downs throughout the history. And now Rav Nosenzal gives us incredible, important advice. He says that whenever there's a time 
that people cannot identify who are the tzaddikim of the generation, tzrichim lefarnes ulahachyes esatzmon bahatoyra shegilolonu hatzaddikim amitim shelefaneinu. We need to support ourselves. We need to sustain ourselves using the Torah which was revealed by the true tzaddikim of previous generations. And we need to follow the path that was defined by those tzaddikim of the previous generations until Hashem will take pity on us and reveal to us <coughs> who are the true tzaddikim of our generation. Who have a degree of prophecy, a degree of Ruach HaKodesh. And therefore they have the ability to refine and clarify the confusion and to reveal and broadcast true faith in the world. Rav Zal says, as I've discussed this in other places in Likuti Alochus, where Rav Zal expounded on this Pasuk in Shira Shirim, where the Pasuk says, <clears throat> if you don't know <clears throat> who is the beautiful one among the women, then go out and follow the footsteps of the sheep and, and pasture your, <coughs> your goats. And Rashi over there, I believe, quotes the Gemara <coughs> saying, <speaking in Hebrew> If the Jewish nation, who is referred to as the most beautiful of all the women, the most beautiful among all the other nations, if we don't know, who am I supposed to come close to in this generation? Who is a true tzaddik? Who is a true leader? Who can guide us, give us all the guidance that we need now in our generation? Then we have to follow the footsteps of the sheep, meaning... We have to follow the path of our forefathers, of the previous generations, the, our holy forefathers. As Rashi Kodesh expounds on that Pasek in Shir Hashirim, Look, study the path of your forefathers, of the previous generations. Ayin Shom, take a look over there. <coughs> Rav points out here, look in Hilchas Birches Horeach, in Orachayim, volume 2, Halacha Dalit, paragraph Lamed Zayin, where Rav expounds on this. And this is a very, very important point that applies to us. This question comes up many times. People ask me <coughs> that in Breslov, the Rebbe is not physically living with us. And the Rebbe speaks so much about looking for the tzaddik emes and finding the true tzaddik and coming close to the true tzaddik. In where, where is he? How do we find him in our generation, in our time? And Rav Sal discusses this problem during his time. He's writing after Rav Sal passed away. And what do we do now? And Rav Sal says, we're supposed to search. We're supposed to search 
among the living, who are the true tzaddikim, who is the true tzaddik that I can follow now. And if you don't know, if you can't tell, then Rav Nelson Zal says, <clears throat> then attach yourself to the tzaddikim of the previous generation. Study their writings, their teachings. Concentrate on that. And that's why in, in Breslau there's tremendous focus on learning the Sfarim, learning the Sfarim of Rabbeinu Zal, Rab Nelson Zal, Reb Nachman Shirin Zal, Reb Nachman, Reb Avram, Reb Nachman, <coughs> these tzaddikim, and, and again, there's a debate in Breslov itself. There are some people that say <coughs> that the, the term tzaddikemes of the generation, for us, Breslov Hasidim, today refers to Rabbi Nachman, period. No other he is the tzaddikemes <coughs> from the 1700s till Moshiach comes. That, that title, tzaddik hadoyer, tzaddikemes of the generation, does not apply to anyone else in Breslov. And there's a different track in Breslov. There are other rabbis in Breslov who disagreed with that, who said Rabbein Azal is the leader. Rabbein Azal is the leader of Breslov Hasidim. He is the Rebbe. <coughs> we don't have, we didn't, uh, uh, Rabbein Nosenzal did not accept the title Rebbe. However, Rabbein Nosenzal was in a leading position. <coughs> and if you look at his writings, he makes it perfectly clear, stressing to those who are close to him to make sure to stay close to him and to get closer to him. And he makes it perfectly clear that he is the one who has, who Rabbein Azal said, that he knows more about me than anybody else, etc., etc. <coughs> and after Rabbein Azal passed away, <coughs> excuse me, there were giants in Breslov, great tzaddikim, great talmidi chachamim, and after they passed away, there were great Talmud Chachamim. And today, there are great Talmud Chachamim in Breslov. There are Oiv De Hashem. There are very high-quality people who a person can come close to and get guidance, whether it's guidance in halacha, whether it's guidance in advice. There are these two tracks, <coughs> and, and they don't have to oppose each other. It's possible for each track to respect the other one and to, to, to like each other and to ju just because they don't have the same opinion regarding this matter. I saw regarding my own Rebbe, Rav Rosenfeld, <coughs> who made it very, very clear to all of his students that there is a physically leading tzaddik in every single generation. And, and during the 1940s and 50s, it, his opinion was perfectly clear that that person was Rabbi Avram Sternhardt, Rabbi Avram Koychavlev, as he signed his name often when he came to Eretz Yisrael, that he referred to him as the Tzadik Hador, the Tzadik Emes, <coughs> and he was a great grandson of Rabbi Nosenzal, and he was one of the one of the obvious leaders of Breslov in Ukraine and in Eretz Yisrael. There were other great rabbis, <coughs> and there was. A, a, another track of people who said no such thing and no such thing as Tzadik Emes and some of the people took very strong issue but I saw that Rav Rosenfeld was very, very close to many of the rabbis who were students of Rabbi Avram Bereb Nachman who followed that, the other track more where the Rebbe, period no leader, no Tzadik Emes no Tzadik Ador physically living etc, etc 
and there was no contradiction. There was mutual respect and mutual love, etc., etc. Any questions? And now we understand why Yosef HaTzadik, when he spoke to Paroi, he says, and divide up the land of Egypt, he uses the word v'chimesh. There are many other words that could have been used. V'chimesh, zebechinas hei dahashishi. The word chamesh means five. It's referring to that letter hei of the word hashishi in creation. Bechinas chamisha chum referring to the five books of the Torah, which were given to us on the sixth day of Sivan. Shehem klal hanavua. Those five books of the Torah represent the full spectrum of prophecy, the message that Hashem has for Klal Yisrael. Shemam shichim hatzadikim, and the tzadikim draw this prophecy this divine message of Hashem from the Torah, and through this, these tzaddikim are able to clarify all of the confusion, the confusion which is represented by Paroi and Egypt. As Rabbeinu Zal refers to this in chapter 54 in Likut Imran. That's another place where Rabbeinu Zal speaks about the Medame, and there he refers to Paroi and Mitzrayim as this Medame. Remember, Paroi's dream was that good and bad. He saw the good and bad. The main food and goodness which we draw during those seven years of plentifulness, the seven years of plentifulness represent the seven shepherds of the Jews, as we saw in the previous year. The tzaddikim, the tzaddikim are referred to as toiv. There's a posik imru tzaddik ki toiv. So the seven good years refer to the tzaddik. That represents this era of divine prophecy, which is what the entire Torah really is. The five books of the Torah. And by the tzaddikim studying the Torah and expounding the Torah and, and affecting this Bior Hamedame, through this they reveal. Emuna, faith in Chidesh as Rabbi Nezal expounds on this in chapter 8, in the second half of Likud Iman, which this halacha is based on. And this is why the Gemara explains on that Pesach, that until, until the sixth day of Sivan, not the sixth day of creation, until the sixth day of Sivan, 2,448 years later, the world was not completed. The world was in a shaky position. It was only on that sixth day, Hashishi, the sixth day of Sivan, when Hashem gave the Torah on Har Sinai, that's when the world was established, really established. Shezeh Bechinas Heida Hashishi. That's what that letter, Hey of Hashishi, is all about. Ayin Shon. Take a look in Likut Imran, Tiku Toichachot, 
and you'll see where Rabbein Azal explains this. Paragraph Chavbeis, V'zeh b'chinas, Shneimoso achim anachnu, and now we understand also why when the brothers come down to Egypt <coughs> and, and Yosef HaTzadik interrogates them and puts them through all kinds of things, they tell Yosef HaTzadik, we were originally 12 brothers. Upirish Rashi, and Rashi says over there, explains, Ubishvil ho'echod shechoser nispazarnu b'chol shari ho'ir lavakshoi. And because one of our brothers who's missing, we spread out and went through all the different entrances of Egypt to go searching for him. Because, uh, because Yezvan Sadek accused them of being spies. Why do you guys come into the country this way? Each guy coming through a different entrance? You're searching out to see where the vulnerability is. How are you going to attack us? This is describing the tikkun, which the entire Jewish nation is, is trying to do, the entire Jewish nation, which is represented by these 12 tribes. We're trying to repair the damage, the mistake that we made in, in, in going against the tzaddik, Bechinas Yosef. Because remember, they sold him into slavery. They called him a liar. Because now we're doing tshuva for this. And we're spreading out all the different gates. To search for the tzaddik, to search for Yosef. And the Torah teaches us in every generation Listen to the words that Rav Nosanzal uses here, that we have to spread out and search and seek very, very hard with every type of search possible, with Mesiras Nefesh, <clears throat> to put your, your life at risk, to put everything you can into this search to find the true tzaddik, who is Bechinas Yosef, Shezeo Bechinas Masheshnem Oso Shvotim, Shem Klal Yisroel, Nispazru Bechol Hashorim, Lechapes Es Yosef HaTzaddik. <clears throat> this is the symbolism in the Torah, where the Torah is saying they spread out in all directions, going through all the different gateways, searching for Yosef, searching for the Tzadik. And by this, they were, they were trying to repair the, dis, the disrespect that they showed Yosef HaTzadik earlier. And they were zoiche to find him. And it was only because they found Yosef HaTzadik and they reconnected with him, that's what guaranteed the survival of the Jewish nation for 210 years in Egypt. Until they were to get out of Egypt, and to receive the Torah through all of this. Because one of the most important and powerful forces 
that helped us get out of Egypt was the power of Yosef HaTzadik. Kamashikosov, as it says clearly, Vayikach Moshe es atzmois Yosef imoy, that Moshe Rabbeinu took the bones of Yosef HaTzadik with him. Kamashi Isa Bezoyer Kodesh, as the Zoyer Kodesh shows, that Moshe Rabbeinu understood that there's no way in the world they're getting out of Egypt, there's no way in the world they're going to cross the Red Sea, there's no way in the world they're going to get to Eretz Yisroel without the power of Yosef HaTzadik. <coughs> he was the battering ram. Ki ikri yitzies mitzrayim v'kabolas ha-toira shehu b'chinas biror ha-medame zeh zoichin al yedei ha-tzadik shehu b'chinas Yosef. Because the real success in getting out of Egypt, in getting out of tumah, impurity, and filth, and being zoichet to receive the Torah, which is the whole concept of Birar Hamadama, to be able to clarify all the confusion, to be able to make sense out of everything going on in this world, in this Olam HaSheker, to be able to find the Emes within this Olam HaSheker, is dependent on the Tzadik, who is Bechinas Yosef, She'al Yodoi Mevararin Hamadama. Through him, we're able to refine the Medama, to, to, to find clarity in all of this confusion, and was to defeat all the forces of evil. Paro in Egypt represent the negativity in the Medame. And to get out of the clutches of Paro in Egypt to achieve freedom. And constantly to draw new and more prophecy, more messages from Hashem. Which leads to a complete refining of the Medameh. Which is represented by getting out of Egypt and receiving the Torah. This means that we were able to get out of all the negativity of the Medame, and we were to receive the Torah, which is that divine spirit of Hashem, the prophecy, and Rabbi Nassau explains in chapter 8, in the second half of the Kutimran, that when a person is to get out of the filth, and when the person is to, to Ruach Nevuah, by which the person achieves birur hamedame, then the person a, a complete birur hamedame, then we're zayichet to emuna emuna b'shleimus. Alkein be'emes oz daiko nizdakhu mizuamas mitzrayim kaiyadua, and this explains why after we got out of Egypt and received the Torah Hasinai, that's when we were completely purified from the tumor of Mitzrayim. Uh, when we received the Torah in Har Sinai. And that's what we're going through during the period of Sfira Soimer. The seven weeks of, of Sfira Soimer are the seven days of purity that a woman has to go through to rid herself completely from Tumor to prepare for the wedding. Just like we are preparing for the wedding that takes place on Shavuos between Hashem and the Jewish people. Ki Iker Biror Hamedameh. <laughs> 
because the real success in this Birur Hamedame requires this Ruach Nevuah, this divine spirit of Hashem, which is what we expect took place at Har Sinai, when Hashem spoke to all of us face to face. Ponim beponim, dibra Hashem We'll just finish the halacha and then we'll address questions. And all of this can be accomplished through the aspect of Yosef, Shehu Bechinas Hatzadik or Emes Shebedoir, who represents the true Tzadik of the generation. Where the Torah tells us that these 12 tribes who represent the entire Jewish nation, they went searching through all the different gates, everywhere, searching to find Yosef HaTzadik, and they were prepared to put their life on the line literally to do this. They said, when they met Yosef HaTzadik, they said to him, that right now we're ready to die, to kill or be killed in order to complete this mission. That was before they knew that he was Yosef HaTzadik. As Rashi HaKadosh says over there clearly that this was their message to Yosef. We're on a mission now and, and we're ready to die for, to succeed in this mission. Until they were zeichet to find him. And by finding Yosef, by finding the tzaddik, they were zeichet to all of the tikkunim that Rabbi Nezal defines there in chapter 8 in the second half of the Kutimran for generations. As we find Yosef HaTzadik says to them, don't worry. Hashem has sent me here before you for a salvation to provide to ensure that you will remain, you will remain alive in the land. And to provide for you to, to, to perform a major, major rescue for our family, for Klal Yisrael. Ki ikar hachius v'hasheirus v'hakiyum shel kol Yisrael v'kol ha'olamo yisatluim b'hem hakoel al yedei hatzadik ha'emes. Listen to these words. Rav Nosson Zal says that the life and the eternal permanence of the Jewish nation and of all the worlds that Hashem created, which are all tied into the Jewish nation. They exist only because of the Jewish nation. Everything is dependent on the Tzadik Emes, which the Jewish nation was to search for him, until they found him. And so too we are required in every single generation to search with every ounce of strength and intelligence that we have, with Mesiris Nefesh, to be willing to do whatever it takes to search, to find the true tzaddik, until we'll be zeichet to find him, 
and to come close to him. Because remember, Rav Nosan Zal says there's a very famous chapter on Likut HaLochis in Choshi Mishpat, Hilcheshluchin Halochehei, where Rav Nosan Zal explains there that once the person finds the Tzadik Emes, that's when phase two begins. That's when the real search begins. Because the Tzadik Emes isn't cheeks and a nose and a mouth. The Tzadik Emes is the Ruach HaKodesh of the Tzadik Emes. That's what we're searching for. We're searching for the guidance, the Torah, the, the, the spiritual connection to the Tzadik Emes. And that search begins once the person feels they found the Tzadik Emes to try to draw as much of that Ruach HaKodesh, that Nevoah, that advice, that guidance from the Tzadik Emes. And then we'll be zechut to achieve complete, perfect faith in Hashem, in the Torah. And that will bring about the final redemption. As it says clearly in Shira Shirin, you will come. The word Toshuri has multiple meanings. It could mean to see me, and it could mean to sing. You will come to sing. This refers to that awesome song that Rabbeinazal refers to over there in chapter 8 in the second half of Likut Imran. That song of the future that's going to be played on a harp of 72 strings. And the, the song, the, the voice of rebuke of the true tzaddik when he gives toichacha, and his toichacha is in the form of this holy song. Mm-hmm. Which we're zeichet to by being able to receive what we need to receive from the true tzaddik. Ashrei hazeichelaze, ashrei to the person who, who achieves this, ashrei hamechakelaze, Fortunate is the person who waits for this. Ashrei hamevale kol yomov lehisgagea u lehishtoikek velechsevazeh. Fortunate is the person who will spend their entire life yearning, yearning for this, yearning for this deep, deep connection to the true tzaddik, yearning to be zeichet to draw the ruach hakodesh from the tzaddik, or yearning to achieve complete biror hamedame yearning to be zeichet to emuna shleima, yearning to be zeichet to the final geula. Baruch Hashem. Now, interestingly, Rav Nosan Zal doesn't speak about it here, but he does speak about it in other places. One second, what's going on here? We have Moshe Rabbeinu here. Moshe Rabbeinu took the Jews out of Mitzrayim. Moshe Rabbeinu, is the, isn't he the tzaddik ador? Isn't he the tzaddik? And the answer is, that the Zohar Kodesh points out that this is one of the instances where we see that Moshe Rabbeinu had to be Mekasher himself to the Tzaddik. Moshe Rabbeinu had to attach himself to the Tzaddik who passed away, to Yosef HaTzaddik. And it was this combination, this was the winning combination. This combination of Moshe, Yosef, these two together are what crashed the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim, what got us across the Red Sea, what got us in Teretz Yisroel. Moshe Rabbeinu had to be Mekashrams, and the Zohar Kodesh mentions this, that just like when the Jews went out of Egypt, 
it required this connection to the tzaddik who passed away, to Aroinoi Shal Yosef, so too the final geula that we are waiting for is dependent on Aroinoi Shal Yosef, on the merit of the tzaddikim who passed away. Today is Wednesday. In less than a week, next Tuesday, next Monday, Monday night, Tuesday, is Lag Boimer when hundreds of thousands of Jews, in today's generation, hundreds of thousands of Jews are going to travel to a, a village, to the village Kfar Miron, this tiny little place, a yishuv, that has maybe two, three hundred families that live there. And they're going to travel there because of the awesome great tzaddik that's buried there, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoyzal, who's buried in Miron, <coughs> And, and this great tzaddik, at, just like Rabbeinazal, just is, is referred to as one of the Yechide Hadoirois, that even though he lived in the era of the Tanoim, and, and there were many great tzaddikim, what about Rabbi Akiva, who was his Rebbe? What about Rabbi Eliezer ben Hurkanes and Rabbi Yeshua, who was Rabbi Akiva's Rebbe's? What about, what about the Mora Samach Pela? The answer is they're all very, very great tzaddikim, there are obviously certain unique things about Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoyzal that this tzaddik draws, draws the largest audience, the largest Jewish audience in the world. With all the non-religious, with all the stadiums that we have in the world. Stadiums where people go to see soccer games, football, this, that, MetLife Stadium, 93,000 seats. With Hashem's help, that's going to be small time compared to the half a million, or hopefully even more. In previous years, there were half a million to three quarters of a million Jews that come to Miron during that two, three-day period, Lag Boimer, the day before, the day after, etc. And supposedly, the government is working this year based on the, the mistakes that were made last year and the tragedy that took place two years ago to try to organize it better and better that the maximum number of people should be able to come to this, to, to, to come close to, to come physically close to, and to attach ourselves, to show our emuna in this great tzaddik, in Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoyzal, whom the Gemara says, Kedai Rabbi Shimon that this is the tzaddik you can rely on, you can depend on, during times of difficulties. Rabbi Shimba Yechoyezal and his son Rabbi Elazar, the other tzaddikim in that vicinity. And, and we see also that despite Corona, despite the war of, uh, between Russia and Ukraine, there are hundreds and thousands of people traveling daily, weekly to the Ukraine to go to visit the graves of the tzaddikim there, the Baal Shem Rabbeinazal especially, <coughs> We hope and pray that this coming Rosh Hashanah will be the biggest and the best Rosh Hashanah. And we believe, Be'munah that if Moshe Rabbeinu had to attach himself <coughs> to the coffin of the tzaddik, to the tzaddik who passed away, how much more so we need to know how much we depend on the merit of the tzaddikim who passed away and the tzaddikim who are living in our generation, both of these. We should be zoicha that the, the these tzaddikim should do everything in their power to bring us to the complete and final gula shleima. Okay. Question in the chat. <clears throat> I 
question, is it possible that when Rav Nosenzal speaks about storing up the Torah, of the, when Yosef HaTzadik spoke about the seven good years, that during those good years he told Paro to store up all the grain, all the food, could that be referring to the printing of Rav Nosenzal's books? The answer is definitely, 100%, <clears throat> that that's one aspect of it. What is exactly Moshe Rabbeinu Bechina as different from Yosef HaTzadik? <coughs> the Zohar Kodesh and the Sifrei Kabbalah go into detail in explaining that, you know, expounding a lot in defining the Madregas of Moshe Rabbeinu, the Madregas of Yosef HaTzadik, <coughs> Yaakov Avinu. We know the Zohar Kodesh. These three have a lot, they share a lot in common. <coughs> the term Zerampin is used very often to refer to Yosef HaTzadik, who is the mid of Yesoid, usually, which is the composite of Chesed, Gvura, Teferes, Netzachoid, Yesoid, and, and Moshe Rabbeinu and Yaakov Avinu, who are referred to as Teferes, which is often referred to as the composite of Chesed, Gvura, Teferes, Netzachoid, Yesoid. See your local Mekubal, will study the Zohar Kodesh, the Kisvi Arizal, to get much more detail on this topic. But for, for us, these are the greatest of our tzaddikim, <clears throat> and, and we study their words, we study these stories in the Torah, which, which guide us and teach us as to how we can get to our success. Any questions? Um, please could Rav Nossam clarify the, that quote that in Rashi Zal mentioned, if a person from the Novi, that if a person doesn't know which path to follow, follow the pathway of one, the forefathers. Exactly. Today, with, with um, there, there are many, even though there are, there, there, there's, the question is, there's so many branches of Yiddishkeit, and they're all following the Shulchan Aruch and the pathway of the forefathers. So the question is, how, how is that, how is that clarity? Because anyone can say they also follow, you know, it's the and I'm also following a pathway of my forefathers. Can Rabbi Nossel address that, please? The answer is yes. This is this is this concept of the search for the emes, and but what do you mean? The whole Torah is emes, <clears throat> true, and in the Torah there are levels and levels and levels of emes. <clears throat> I mentioned this in the past that the Bnei Yisachar writes in, in one of his Sforim that for a person to be zoichet to the Amitoso Shel Torah, to the Emes of the Torah, is a higher madrega than Gilui Elianovi. <clears throat> we know that Elianovi is called Isho Emes. Elianovi is called Isho Emes. And the Gemara tells us that a person has to be on an incredible high level to get to see Elianovi. And the Gemara tells us about certain tzaddikim who got to see him, and then if they made the tiniest error, they didn't get to see him anymore. All kinds of incredible things about Gilu Yelianovi. And the Bnei Yisrochah writes that for a person to be zoichet to the emes of the Torah is a higher level than that. <clears throat> but, but what are you talking about? The whole Torah is emes. Chas v'shom, that's mamish blasphemy. Are you saying that some of the Torah is not emes? The answer is, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that within the Torah, there are levels and levels. Just like we mentioned many times that the Zohar Kodesh says, that Noyach, Noyach is called Ish Tzadik, Tomim Hoyo Bedoi Roisov, Esu Elikim Noyach. Can you top that? 
The answer is yes, 100%. The Zohar HaKadosh tells us that, that the flood is called Noah's flood. This tzaddik and tomim and eselikim is halach, it's called Noah's flood because he wasn't Avraham Avinu. He wasn't Moshe Rabbeinu. He didn't know what they knew. He didn't achieve their level of emes. And therefore, he failed to a degree, to a degree. He saved himself and his family, but he couldn't save the generation. And then the Zohar Kodesh says, but there's a whole other level called Avram Avinu. And Avram Avinu, different ball game. Avram Avinu hears that there's a place of Rishoim, super Rishoim, Sedoim and Amoira, the worst of the worst. And Avram Avinu says, I know what I have to do. I have to try to defend, I have to save them. I have to see if there's any possibility in the world of saving them. And he goes into a negotiation with Hashem. The Torah writes his Hispoidides. Where is, is, there's no such thing as Hispoidides. There's no such thing. Those idiots who say that don't learn Chumash. In the Chumash it tells us Avram Avinu's conversation with Hashem, a negotiation, just like Rabbeinu Zal defines Hispoidides. And he gets Hashem down to 10. He bargains with Hashem, if there's 10 righteous people, are you going to agree not to kill those millions of... And Hashem says, it's a deal, it's a deal. And Avrino didn't realize that there wouldn't be 10. Lloyd's wife died, and he, he loses. He does not succeed to a degree. He does succeed in saving Lloyd. Lloyd gets saved, who ends up having relations with his daughters and producing Moyov, which produces Rus, which produces Dovid Amelech, which produces Moshiach. So it, it wasn't a complete failure. Avram Avinu's tefillah worked to a degree, but millions of people died in, in the process. And the Zohar Kodesh says, now we come to a whole other level, Moshe Rabbeinu, different league, different level. Moshe Rabbeinu, who's called Raya Mehemna, the trustworthy shepherd of Kal Yisrael, who time and time again defends us, and he threatens Hashem. He tells Hashem, you're going to kill the Jews. You want to kill Jews? I'm first. You don't want to kill me. You said you're going to bring a whole new nation for me. If you're killing, I'm the first. I'm online. I'm in front of the line. And each time he wins. He wins the battle with Hashem. He defends us again and again. So just like the Zohar Kodesh defines differences among tzaddikim then, there are differences among the tzaddikim today. And there are differences in the paths of Judaism. My Rebbe, Reb Michal used to say that every Hasidish Sefer is a star. It's a bright star. A star lights up the night. It lights up the darkness. The Likute Maran is a sun, is a Shemesh. You know how we look at the stars and how we look at the sun? That was he wanted to make it perfectly clear that this is a different league of light. And, and Rabbeinazal's ability, we're seeing this more and more. Those, those who are honest and those who want to look are seeing more and more that this tzaddik and more and more rabbis are writing that this is the tzaddik for our generation. That the, the Gemara defines our generation as the worst. Hastorah shebetoy hastorah. The challenges that we have today in many ways are worse than the Jews ever had in previous generations. And the tzaddik that speaks for the Jews today, that can help and that can save the Jewish people today, Rabbi Nezal, is this tzaddik, Rabbi Nezal, Rabbi Nachman. And, and uh, 
But, but, a guy, but another person says, it's my rabbi. Good luck. Good luck. If you feel your rabbi can save you and can, and can give you everything you need, Hatzlacha. Maybe he can. Maybe he can. There are many trees, we've spoken about this, that there's a concept of shoyrish neshama. Each tzaddik is compared to a tree, and the students are branches on the tree, and there's the roots of the tree. And, but there is a tzaddik from whom all the tzaddikim receive from. Some people can receive directly from that tzaddik, and some people have to get it indirectly through a different tzaddik, through a different path. Each person has to search honestly and see which tzaddik can make the biggest difference in my, which tzaddik is in a position to help me the most. We read about Rav Nassim's life, and we see that Rav Nassim wasn't a little boy. From when he started, from when he was a child, he was an astronaut. He was flying, going very high, achieving very high levels of learning. And one of the leading tzaddikim of his generation, his father-in-law, who was called the great Reb David Svi, he's called Reb David Svi Hagodol, chose him as a son-in-law when he was 12 years old. He chose Reb Nosenzal because he saw the potential in this young man. He saw where this person was going. And Rav Nosenzal continued running, learning, and davening, and, and growing and growing till he was 16 years old, 17 years old. And that's when he and his father-in-law had indoctrinated him. Stay away from Hasidim. Stay away from Hasidus. It's poison. It's the worst. And he taught this to Rav Nosenzal. He taught this to all of his children and his in-laws because of a bad experience that he had. And despite that, Rav Nosenzal had a chavrusa who was a chassid, and Rav Nosenzal debated and argued with that chavrusa for a whole winter. And Rav Nosenzal writes that in the end he lost the debate, that despite everything he had heard from his father-in-law and from other places, despite all the opposition to chassidim, which was going on at that time, to all of chassidus, and especially Rav Nosenzal, despite that, Rav Nosenzal started, he saw, he felt that his chavrusa was right. That in, in, in starting to analyze Hasidus, he saw that when it comes to mitzvahs of the heart, when it comes to tefillah, when it comes to yira shamayim, when it comes to emuna, there's a difference. The Hasidim have an advantage. And then Rav Nosenzal started a six-year search among the leaders of Hasidus at that time. Giants, each one an incredible tzaddik, Rabbi Levi Yitzchak Bradichev, Rabbi Gedali Milit, giants. And each one, Rabbi Nosenzal didn't spend a day, he spent a year, months, six months, away from home, spending time by these tzaddikim, trying to draw everything he could from them, and yet realizing that he, he hasn't found what he's looking for yet. And when he found Rabbi Nizal, who was probably the youngest of all the tzaddikim that he met, all that he searched. Rabbi Nizal was 30 years old at the time. And when Rabbi Nizal found him, from the day that he found him, he saw a difference. He saw a difference between this young man, this 30-year-old, and Rabbi Levi Yitzhak Baratitshev, Zecher Tzaddik, the Kodosh Levrocha, whom Rabbi Nizal referred to as Pe'er Hador, the beauty of the generation. And Rabbi Nizal saw there's a difference. Rabbi Levi Yitzchak Bardichev is great, Rabbi Nizal is greater. This is Rabbi Nizal speaking. And any person who will honestly 
look at these svarim with honesty, we'll see, we'll, we'll see what they'll see. And again, good luck, hatzlocha, to every Jew who is taking every kosher path of Judaism. Hashem should help that everybody should get what they need and, and be zelchah to play our role in trying to bring about the gula. It's a shame. A question, what is the difference between Moshe Rabbeinu and Yosef HaTzadik from a perspective of Seichel, not Sfiros? Why do we need just these two to join hands? Do you want to nominate someone else? I don't get the question. These two are among a two of the greatest giants of Klal Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu, and again, this was the winning combination in getting us out of Mitzrayim, getting us to Eretz Yisrael. We're told when Moshiach comes, the winning combination is going to be Moshiach ben David and Moshiach ben Yosef. Again, a certain combination of two. Actually, the Zohar Kodesh says, and Rabbein Islam makes reference to this in a chapter on the Kutimran, that the letter Aleph, as it's written in the Sefer Torah, the letter Aleph has like a Yud on top and a Yud on bottom and a diagonal line in the middle. And the Zohar Kodesh says this refers to the two Yuds referred to Moshiach ben David and Moshiach ben Yosef, and that diagonal line in the middle is Moshe Rabbeinu. That it's this trio that are going to lead us out of this Golis, you know, finally take us out of the Golis completely, permanently. It's a shame. Any other questions? There is a concept, once we're touching on this, of, of, of um, there are three tzaddikim that passed away at the holiest, holiest time of the week. Moshe Rabbeinu, Yosef HaTzadik, and Dovid HaMelech. These three passed away on Shabbos at Mincha time. And Rav Zal speaks about this in a number of places. Many Swarms speak about it. That these three, again, are a certain winning combination. Moshe, Yosef, David is Bigimatria Tfila. Bigimatria, the word Tfila, 515. 345 plus 156 plus 14 is Bigimatria Tfila. That's why on Shabbos at Mincha we say, Va'ani Sefilosi Lecho Hashem Eis Rotsain. That that's possibly the holiest time of Tfila of the entire week is Shabbos Mincha. My Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld, Zechonavrocha, once said a Chiddush that Rebbe Nachman ben Feger is Bigimatria 516, which means Koilel, or these three, the one that's Koilel, all three of these tzaddikim together. Moshe Yosef David with the Koilel is Bigimatria 516. We should be zeichet to believe in all tzaddikim and to show the proper respect to all tzaddikim of previous generations and all tzaddikim of our generation. Be zeichet to the Gula Shleimah, b'mheira b'meinu, amen v'yamein.